0: And I pray for you as you share with us um, yeah, some interesting and inspiring messages. So let me do that. God, thanks for the morning and that we can just uh, gather to worship and honour you for all that you've done for us. And you were on a mission for us and now we're on a mission for you to share your goodness, your grace, your truth with people uh, in this world and to just point them towards your son jesus so as we uh, hear from peter and karen grateful for for their sharing with us this morning and we just pray this will be a real blessing as we have our horizons broadened and we see your hand at work uh in your world for your name's sake and your glory
1: amen amen Cool. Thanks. Thank
2: good morning peter and i represent christian missions charitable trust cmct CMCT is based in Chennai, which used to be called Madras, in South India. We want to show you what God is doing through CMCT in Chennai. Let me take you back to 1964. As a five year old, I remember standing on the wharf in Auckland holding on to streamers with Colleen Reddit holding the other end. As a 24 year old, she first left Auckland for India. She's from Wanganui. She left by ship. Over four decades, the Lord Jesus used Colleen to pioneer, establish, and develop CMCT in Chennai. Now CMCT touches the lives of about 4,000 people each day. From its inception, CMCT's vision has been fixed on the Lord Jesus. With their faith grounded in him, They are empowered to help the hopeless in Chennai. CMCT's compassion focuses Christ's love on the destitute and marginalised in and around Chennai. In the face of many difficulties, our Christian brothers and sisters at CMCT speak the good news of Jesus Christ. Since Peter and I began representing CMCT throughout New Zealand eight years ago, Persecution of Christians in India has steadily increased. From ranking a moderate 50th among nations, India now has the 11th greatest level of persecution, and it's classified as extreme in some places. Christians are careful in their witness for the Lord Jesus, but they are not complacent.
1: I believe that Acts 1 and Matthew 28, the text read earlier, to be the two most, or perhaps the two most, important statements about Christian mission in the Bible. Both texts quote our Lord Jesus Christ, who is speaking to his first disciples after he had risen from the dead. He's also speaking to all of us here today commanding us to do our part in his continuing global mission. Now Karen and I know that CMCT is a good example in the way they obediently follow our Lord Jesus' commands. Their witness certainly leads to people receiving eternal life in Christ in Chennai, and it encourages others in India to copy CMCT's example... And we are encouraged here overseas by their example. Acts one six to eleven, which we read, are Jesus Christ's or contain Jesus Christ's final words just before he personally exits this realm of time and space, returning to heaven. He explicitly tells his original followers and us in verse eight how we are to conduct ourselves in his global mission. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be, not could be, might be, you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in all Judea and Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. We will be a witness, an example in word and deed to the life of Jesus Messiah. If we have truly received Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, then we will be a credible, in fact, a powerful witness. Because the Holy Spirit within us compels us with God's love, because we're Christians. Christ's Ones. Note that as a community of Christians at ABC, your witness will simultaneously be to your Jerusalem, your local community, Alexandra, to your nation, your Judea, and your Samaria, which is other cultural or ethnic groups within New Zealand, and the global witness, as you support mission, or perhaps send out your own to the ends of the earth. Now, note that Matthew has intentionally placed um, at the end of the gospel, the second text, 28, 16 to 20. This is so the words of Jesus Christ will be left ringing in our ears and impressed on our minds as the most important thing to remember. For context, the disciples are worshipping Jesus, although some were still confused, even though he was standing there before them, risen from the dead. Unequivocally, the Lord Jesus says, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Now we quite often want to just skip over this absolute, extreme statement because we want to find out what Jesus is telling us to do. But let the impact of Jesus' authority sink in. He has total power and authority in the entire universe. And he commands us to action his decisions. And ultimately, Jesus Christ will judge everything and everybody we dare not take him for granted so Jesus came to them and said all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me therefore go and make disciples of all nations baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you and surely I'm with you always to the end of the age. Three points. We're to make disciples of people in every ethnicity, tribe, people group. So that is being prepared to cross every social, cultural, political barrier. Could you imagine a Palestinian Christian now in Gaza sharing the gospel with an Israeli soldier? Or alternatively, a Messianic Jew befriending and encouraging an Arab Muslim so they might trust in Jesus. And I reckon there'll be people doing that right now. Second point, we are to know our commitment as disciples is to make Disciples, not just decisions. Disciples want to obey everything the Lord has commanded. And finally, he is with us all the way. He'll never forsake us, and he places his Holy Spirit within us so that it is the Lord Jesus empowering through us. Amen.
2: Just before COVID struck, Colleen Reddit handed over responsibility to Philip, who became the CEO of CMCT. Together with a team of three men and one woman, they oversee 320 full-time staff, operating 18 major ministries across the three general areas of healthcare, education and community development. We will soon show a video that gives you some details on some of CMCT's work. Near the beginning you will see a testimony from Sheba. Sheba grew up as an orphan in the CMCT hostel. A couple of years ago she said she would like to be married and so staff at CMCT found a young man, Isaac, a Christian whose family was prepared to let him marry an orphan girl with no dowry. They are happily married, and she is currently teaching at CMCT's school, so let's view the video. This morning we highlight CMCT's child sponsorship programme. Almost all the children in the programme are from severely disadvantaged backgrounds. They receive an education that gives opportunity and inspires their whole family. Otherwise, they can easily lose hope and become addicted to many soul-destroying things, especially a mindset of poverty. The sponsorship program puts a child from the slums into school. Most, 1,200 of them, are in CMCT's own school. The teaching is excellent. The pass rate is very high. Most do really, really well in the government exams. Their school education gives great employment opportunity. With continuing education for some, they graduate at tertiary level, becoming professionals in education, medical and commercial sectors. If anyone here is interested in sponsoring, please see us later. And I just wanna say a huge thank you to people here who are already sponsoring. The total sponsorship is $60 a month, and it goes directly to India. For school-aged children, it pays for everything, uniforms, all school supplies, school fees, and a midday meal. And for most of the kids, that's their only meal in the day. For those who go on to vocational and professional training, the support continues under graduation or 21 years of age. All sponsored children and youth are provided also with basic hygiene items like soap, toothpaste, etc. And all their medical and dental needs are attended to. Let me emphasise this. Besides equipping children to live well in this world, CMCT gives them the opportunity to know that they are created in God's image and loved by Him. Because of parental consent needed, and the different religious backgrounds that the sponsored children come from, not all children are allowed to attend the explicit Christian teaching programme at school, but all attend the values education classes which uses the Bible as the basis for its curriculum.
1: One new area of ministry over the last few years has been CMCT's child development projects. Originally starting for children in in informal settlements, that's the politically correct term for slums, they have also now begun in the new housing estates that the Tamil Nadu state has worked hard to establish to replace slum dwellings. I visited this one in Naga when it began last year and again just last month. There is a strong police presence in the area because of crime. Many children are left alone at home while both parents or sometimes the solo parent is trying to find employment. 100,000 people live in these very basic buildings in Enselnaga in an area that would be the size of two average New Zealand dairy farms, 100,000 people. Most living here were displaced when their slums were simply bulldozed down for development and have eventually been rehoused here by the local Chennai government. You can never be sure to get water or electricity on any given day, but when they are on, it is clean and safe, unlike slum living. This is a massive improvement. The buildings are very dark inside. And if you're not careful, four stories up in the dark hallways between the tiny two-room apartments, which will be no bigger for a family than the stage area, with one window, so it's pretty dark, in the hallways between the apartments, you've got to be careful, four stories up, that you don't stand on chickens and goats. At Inzil Naga, it is an after-school program where most of the children have just one poor parent who is at work and they are provided with an evening meal and in this case CMCT has found a qualified teacher, a Christian, poor herself and living in the area and she is now employed to run the programme and trained by CMCT's supportive social workers to teach the curriculum that CMCT provides. One child development project begun last year is among 5,000 families in a slum called Kanaginaga. Naga. It's one of the worst slums in Chennai and difficult to work in and CMCT targeted that slum. The project began with just 30 children. What's unique about this project is that all children are being sponsored by Indian Christians within India.
2: Colleen started the Haven of Hope Handcraft Centre in her home more than 50 years ago. It's now located in CMCT's main building. The centre caters for about 70 women from the slums at a time. Most are mothers and the primary breadwinners in their families and previously were uneducated. They're taught sewing and tailoring and they're able to earn an income for their families. The training they receive means that they These women have opportunity to find employment in the garment industry, or begin their own micro-business if they want, although most elect to stay on at CMCT. And I've got products displayed over there on a couple of tables. Everything there has been made by these women from the Haven of Hope Handicraft Centre. And I just want to say, if you want to do any early Christmas shopping, 100% of the sale price goes directly back to India to pay the women's wages, training, and buy more materials for them to use. And I do have FPOs.
1: CMCT's hospital called Bethany Healthcare Centre is a 24-7 medical facility providing quality health care for poor people free of charge and affordable, subsidised medical care for those who can contribute something to the costs. Medical and dental teams also visit the slums and rural areas where CMCT has an ongoing witness for the Lord Jesus. The hospital has a wide range of services in a very compact space. Besides the full-time staff, which includes doctors, nurses, physios, dentists, lab technicians, Sixteen specialists are rostered on volunteering their wide range of skills and enhancing the Christian witness. And there's an ICU to augment their small operation theatre. Plastic surgery, gynaecological surgery, eye surgery, a routine along with other general surgery. And they see at least 150 patients daily.
2: CMCT's Rural Livelihood Projects empower men and women to earn a living. Women produce handcrafts, clothing and school uniforms. In the four leprosy villages, and kulpam that's the fishing village that was resurrected by CMCT after the Boxing Day tsunami, are part of this. Back in CMCT's main building in Chennai, women infected with HIV also make products that are marketed by CMCT in India. What they earn enables these women to support their families. CMCT currently helps support 200 infected HIV families with especially nutritious food because they're ostracised from their communities and their children are often prevented from attending school. Well, the top two floors of the CMCT building is home to Colleen and her family of five adopted daughters as well as a hostel containing 70 school school-age girls, many of whom are orphans, some young women who were previous hostel girls and are now doing tertiary studies like teaching nursing and accountancy, and then some women with disabilities who work at the Haven of Hope Centre.
1: Last year Philip heard reports of a huge problem with teenagers in Chetpet. Now that's Jerusalem, it's the area surrounding the main CMCT building. Local schools were refusing to admit teenagers from the area into their schools any longer because of drug use problems. So Philip has met with leaders at the nearby Madras Christian College and with Christian business people who have businesses in the area, and he's also approached the local high schools as well. Now. For 35 years, CMCT has been running a two-year program training teenage boys from the slums um, and practical work like motorcycle and air conditioning repair and maintenance. Now CMCT is targeting the youth in Chetpet with similar school development training courses while intentionally speaking about Jesus Christ as our Lord and Saviour. They do this with the support now of a wider Christian community.
2: Finally, we have a website for CMCT in New Zealand. Please have a look at it sometime, www.bcmct.co.nz. Remember to talk to us if you're interested in sponsoring a child. And please continue to pray for Colleen, Philip and the CMCT team and their witness for our Lord Jesus. Thank you.
1: Thanks.
0: Hey, thanks, uh, Peter and Karen. That was quite interesting, I guess, just, you know, some of the stuff that we don't know about uh, what's happening around the world, and to hear some first-hand accounts and see that um, has been hugely interesting. I really like the way that you kind of highlighted that that's their Jerusalem, uh, their, their Judea, their Samaria, and to the ends of the earth, and we've got the same opportunity here. I just want to um, read to you some of the words that Jesus said when he kicked off his ministry, Uh, And hopefully you can see the parallels about what's happening in India and in New Zealand and around the world. Jesus said this, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, for he has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim that captives will be released, that the blind will see, that the oppressed will be set free, and that the time of the Lord's favour has come. And I don't know about you, but it's pretty encouraging to hear that's happening in Chennai, uh, and there's a bunch of other places that we know of around the world, and hopefully here too, in little old Alexandra. So let me just pray as we kind of draw our time to a close together. God, we just, um, yeah, appreciate and are grateful for that reminder that you're always at work through your Holy Spirit, guiding people, resourcing, encouraging and equipping people to, uh, to fulfil that mission that Jesus came to kickstart, to help people get to know you, Uh, better and to see the opportunities you have in store for them. We're grateful for Colleen and Philip and the wider team in Chennai and just the amazing story that's been of your provision, your blessing, uh, people taking opportunities that you've opened up doors to and just seeing what's come out of the end of it. We're grateful too for the opportunities we have for mission here in Alexandria and we just pray that in those very simple, sincere ways, we'd take those, we'd do those to the best of our ability to bring honour to you. Hey, thanks for joining with us this morning. Hopefully it's been encouraging, uplifting, interesting. Uh, We'd love you to stick around and have some tea and coffee and refreshments, catch up, meet someone new, say good day. If you'd like to talk with Peter and Karen, they're going to be here or over by the table probably. Uh, We'd love to chat with you further if you've got some questions or are curious about things. And if you'd like to talk with someone at a bit more of a deeper level or you'd like someone to pray uh, with you, for you, for some things that are happening, then feel free to head to this couch over in the front corner. Uh, and our team will be happy to look after you. Otherwise, have a great week. God bless you heaps. Enjoy the mission.